0: But right now, this team was not built to try and win football games. Hi, you're now listening to the Bear Minimum Podcast with Clay Harbour and Marshall Harris. Over the middle of Harbour, touchdown! We're going to be talking all things Bears all the time. We'll have interviews and commentary from your favorite players and beat writers from the city of Chicago. If you love the Chicago Bears and you love the NFL, you're in the right place. And this podcast is sponsored by Joy District Chicago. Come experience the three floors of Joy District. The first floor, Parlay at Joy, the ultra-modern sports bar. The second floor, the Club at Joy, the hottest dance club in the city. And the third floor, the Roof at Joy a rooftop bar with great views of Chicago. Joy District is open Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m., Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m., and Sunday from 2 p.m. to 12 p.m. We will see you at Joy District. Welcome back to the third episode of the Bear Minimum Podcast, and today is a very special episode, and that is very special because we have my main man, David Kaplan, here. The legend, Chicago sports legend. This guy's been doing Chicago sports for I don't know, probably before I was born. I'm not trying to age you here, Cap, but big Bears fan. Me and Cap love talking Bears, and I'm just going to get right into it. We've been having, you know, Cap will text me, we'll call each other, we'll we'll have a little discussion, and we'll just t- jump into the main topic right now. Give me your thoughts on the Chicago Bear offensive line. It's less than
1: what you need to be successful. It's great to be with you, by the way, Clay. Big fan of yours. You know that. Uh, It's less than what you need to be successful in the National Football League. Kevin Jenkins, a very talented young man. I think he's got a bright future. I also think he's a guy that does not know how to play through injury. I'm not talking about being banged up to the point you can't go, but when you tell me Yeah, I'm only good as a backup today, coach. Then you're not all in. And that's what he did two weeks ago. Oh, I've got a stinger. I got to come out. I'm talking to guys that played on an offensive line successfully for a decade, telling me, hold on a second. You have a stinger. You're done. Uh, Coach, I'm only good as a backup today. You don't understand the level of commitment of dealing with pain that it takes to play at that level. I don't think that their left tackle Braxton Jones, today, that doesn't mean two years from now, he won't be, today is a starting level left tackle in the National Football League. But I also believe, Clay, that Ryan Poles, by virtue of spending almost $93 million on dead cap money, meaning that more than 40% of his payroll is going to guys to play for other teams against the Bears. They were never trying to win this year.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't think you could say that they really had the thoughts. I mean, we were all hopeful being this season. You know, you have the monsoon game, then you have the Texans game early in the year, and all, all of a sudden the Bears are 2-1, and one, and they're, they're not looking bad. Obviously, Justin wasn't looking that great at the beginning of the year. But uh, overall, I agree with that. And I, I, I agree with what you're saying about the offensive line. I mean, I think Braxton, like you said, not right now. Maybe he's not a starting left tackle. I can agree with that, but I think that the future is very bright for this kid. I played FCS football, got drafted the NFL. It took me two solid years before I felt comfortable to step on the field. Braxton Jones is starting year one, coming from Southern Utah. went to Missouri State. It took me two years before I felt comfortable to even step out there. This guy's doing a good job, For where he's come from, for the opportunities he's had so far, being thrown into that starting spot, and I've been really impressed with Braxton. Um, Obviously, Tevin Jenkins, I think is yeah, all the things you said are true, but I think he's going to be one of the best guards in this league. I think he already is one of the best guards in this league. Cody Whitehair is he's just he's a vet. He's a guy that you know year in and year out comes comes out and he he plays well, does does his job. But I agree, Larry Boreham, I don't think is the answer at right tackle. And then at center, we have the guy, Lucas Patrick, you brought in here to be your center, but we never got to see him at center. because his hand, then he gets hurt. Never got to see Lucas Patrick at center. So I don't know if you're going to turn over, if you're going to give him the opportunity to come back and play center. What do you think there? Do Do you give Lucas Patrick the opportunity to be your starting center next year? Well, I think you give him the opportunity. You know, it wasn't
1: like he broke the bank at free agency. He did not have. You know, 10 teams knocking his door down, going, I'll give you $45 million. I think you got him on a two year, nine or $8 million deal. So you weren't bringing an all pro caliber guy in here. Cody White here, he's fine. He's a guy. He's okay. He's, he's a solid pro, good dude. He's a guy. Uh, Tevin yeah. Jenkins, I think, does have the ability, if the mental part of it is there. Let's not forget, he walked away from his team basically for eight days in training camp and then came back and they moved him to a different position. None of that was made up. That all happened. So I still have my concerns on the mental side of the game for him. Physically, agree with you. He's got a chance to be a special player. Larry Borum, eh. Braxton Jones, if you were trying to win – there is no team going to the playoffs that Braxton Jones would be starting at left tackle. None. Now, can he get stronger, get a better base, and be a guy that, wow, he's third year in the league? Wow, we got something. We developed something here. Yeah, that's definitely possible. But right now, this team was not built to try and win football games.
0: I agree. And that being said, that brings me to another another valid question if that's the case, do you think they made the right move with Chase Claypool trade? And I know this has been talked about, but right now the Bears, because, you know, talking to you, the, the, the Dolphins lost that first-round pick. So now Chase Claypool's actually the 33rd pick in the draft, and the Bears could even – there's still a chance they get the number one pick. They can move up to the 32nd pick, and the draft could actually be basically a first-round pick. Is Chase Claypool, for a team that, like you said, is not trying to win right now, Is he worth the 32nd or 33rd pick in the entire draft? No, absolutely not. And again, (laughs) I
1: liked him coming out of Notre Dame. They took Cole in the same draft. He's turned out. He'll be a solid player. Do I think he's George Kittle? No, I don't think he's Travis Kelsey, solid player, good leader, good dude, excellent blocker at tight end, which they need desperately. Uh, Chase Claypool was the number three on a lousy Steeler team. They're not going to the playoffs. He was behind George Pickens, a rookie, Deontay Johnson. So you're giving up a top 34 pick for that guy? You told me I'm giving up the Ravens pick, number 50-whatever. All right. I'll take a shot. He's got good size. He runs well. All in. Got it the number 32 or 33 or 34 pick might have been a reach. Now, again, if you get better offensive linemen, Justin continues to develop, and all of a sudden you go, wow, with the number two overall pick, they got a left tackle, or they traded back and they got a receiver and a tackle in the first round, and both are home run hits. Well, now he becomes a better player because of the guys around him. So, We'll reserve yeah. judgment and see.
0: I, you know, I agree with what you're saying there. And there's a couple more here for you. But uh, if you're looking at right now, from what you saw from this rookie draft class, how, what grade do you give polls? Obviously, you get the draft. But now, you know, week 12, week th- going into week 13, you've got to see some of these guys play. Kyler Gordon, too, in my opinion, great tackler. The guy plays great in the run game. He can't cover. Right now, he can't cover Brisker. Great pick. I love Brisker. I think that was a solid pick. Velas Jones, no, no, no chance. I mean, obviously, he's young. Actually, he's not that young. He's twenty. He's your age, Cap, and he's a first and he's a draft pick. This year. It's crazy. Right. This guy's actually sixty. What did you say? Sixty two a second ago. Right. This guy's sixty two years old. He's, he's, he's first. It's his first year in the NFL. Velas Jones. is crazy. So. That being said, obviously you got an undrafted free agent Sanborn playing. You got Dominique Robinson, who started out hot but hasn't done much. So what do you what do you grade this this rookie class that Polls has for his first draft drafted class? What do you uh, give him? Well, it's hard to give him a super high grade
1: because he didn't have a first round pick. But yeah, Brisker and Gordon, I think, are the future in that defensive backfield with Jalen Johnson. Hopefully Eddie Jackson comes back from his Liz Frank foot injury. If he doesn't, you're going to have to go out and get yourself a free safety. But I do like those two picks because I think they will be long-term fits in the Bears secondary. I think the valus Jones pick to this point. Awful. You you drafted him to be a difference maker on special teams. He can't catch punts. So he had to be removed from that job. Now, again, he's a rookie. (laughs) I get it. Uh, you haven't really been able to take advantage of his speed and his skill set in the receiving game. So right now, that's a bad pick. Could it change? Most definitely. Your punter, Trenton Gill, excellent. Solid punter. Big yeah. deal. You got a punter. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and then Braxton Jones, maybe. So it's it's an incomplete for me. I got to see more from the D-backs, but I do like those picks. The rest of it, I'll reserve judgment.
0: Okay, okay. The last thing I got for you today is, you know, lot's being said, what do the Bears need? You got people saying their top need is a defensive interior. You got people saying an edge. You got people saying they got to get more wide receivers. You got people saying they got, you know, offensive tackle, offensive guard. You know, in my opinion, I think they got to get an edge defender. You look at Travis Gibson, Dominique Robinson. You look at Muhammad. You look at all these guys, what they've done since Quinn left, it's absolutely nothing. Travis Gibson hasn't had a pressure in the last two games. He had one pressure against the Lions. He's had two pressures in the last four games. This guy was supposed to be a big piece. Dominic Robinson hasn't came close to the quarterback. I've seen him get pancaked more than he's getting pressured watching tape. Muhammad, nothing. So, in my opinion, it's an edge defender. Give me your rank of what are the Bears' needs heading into this offseason, starting with your number one, number two, number three. So let me hear your top needs.
1: Okay, number one is a left tackle,
0: but I would get that left tackle if I can pull it off in
1: free agency. I'd sign Orlando Brown away from the Chiefs. I got nothing but cap space, double anyone in the league, 125 to $130 million. So if I can mm. get Orlando Brown six eight three seventy. You're going to protect my franchise young quarterback. I'm putting you there at left tackle. Then maybe Braxton Jones could slide over to right tackle and replace Larry Borm. That's number one for me because I'm all in that Justin's my quarterback. Number two, and I agree with you, they need an edge rusher. But if you can't stop the run in this league, you cannot win. Period. You cannot win. So I'm trying to trade out of number two trade down to get somebody else to come up and get a quarterback, and then I'm taking Jalen Carter, the run stuffer at Georgia. I want him on my team, and now all of a sudden I've got a three technique that helps stop the run, helps push your pocket. Now I go out and get an edge maybe in round two or in free agency, and then i got to get two game-breaking wide
0: receivers. Where do you do that? There's no game-breaking wide receivers in free agency. I mean, in the draft, if you're going down to round two and three, you've already said, so that's third round. So I think the Bears fans, and that's why the Chase Claypool deal is interesting because you look at the free agency and then you look at the draft, the Bears have needs. If they don't get a lot of these needs in free agency. Okay, my friend Clay, let me remind you that a
1: year ago, if we were doing this podcast, a year ago, December the 2nd, A.J. Brown was a Titan. Tyree Kill was a Chief. You don't know what guy comes along where you're like, "Who wants out?" Hold on a second. Now I got nothing but money. I can give him his extension, and here's draft capital. So I love that. I will. I have got to be able to protect my young quarterback and stop the run before anything. If you look at the best teams, the way they're built, go back all the way to the '80s. When Jim Finks built the 85 Bears, he just kept drafting defensive linemen and, de- and offensive linemen. Dennis Lick, Ted Albrecht, Jimbo Covert, who goes to the Hall of Fame, Jay Hilgenberg, Mark Bortz, Dan Hampton, Richard Dent, William Perry, um, who's the uh, Steve McMichael. All they did was keep throwing resources till they said, we could protect our QB. We could block for Walter Payton, and we could get to the quarterback. Oh, and defensively, we could stop
0: the run. That is how you win in this league. Hey, it was back then. I mean, it still remains to be seen if the game hasn't changed a little bit. But before we let you go, Cap, give me your prediction: How many games are the Bears winning the rest of the season? The meatball in me
1: wants them to beat the Packers, because I grew up in Chicago, and I despise the Green
0: Bay Packers. Respect them. I own you, Chicago. I own you. Aaron Rodgers coming into town. Come on.
1: We got to get this one. I don't think the Bears win. I don't. Uh, If they do, I'll be the happiest guy in the world, because I'll be wearing a shirt on Monday that says, take that, Green Bay. I can promise you that. But – If they don't win this game, they're not winning another game. They're going to finish three and fourteen. Eagles. I mean, there's some tough games coming up. Bye after this week. Home against the Bills and Eagles. Eagles first, then the Bills. Then you go to Detroit and then you finish at home with Minnesota. They are not beating the Vikings, not beating the Eagles or Bills, and I think they're going to get their head kicked in in Detroit. So, three and (laughs) fourteen is definitely within reason for this team i told you in the summer i'll give them five wins because it's a bad league trending towards four and they may not get there
0: i remember you did say that cap but i'm gonna in my in my defense the bears have lost some close games this year with some crazy calls and i know you said listen they won the monsoon bowl against the 49ers And then you saw they beat the Texans on a tip ball at the end of the game. Roquan Smith runs it back. So I guess you're right there. I'm going to give you that one, even though, you know, it hurts me to say I'm I'm giving it to you. I'm going to give you that one. But appreciate you, Cap, as always, man. You're the man. I'll be listening to you on on ESPN and NBC and, and everywhere else, man. Appreciate you coming on today. You're the best. I appreciate you. You know, I'm a huge fan of you, man always appreciate cap coming on cap's an awesome guy chicago legend espn 1000 chicago nbc sports cap does it all but we got a few more things to talk about here in chicago we've got a big game against green bay coming up and we, we got we i want to get your guys opinion should justin fields play i know we talked to cap but in my opinion you got the bye week coming up after this justin fields Has said he had ligament damage, he has an AC joint. I've had an AC joint before that doesn't heal in a week. Why risk your franchise quarterback in a season that doesn't mean anything? You are not gonna make the playoffs this year. You're not doing anything right now, but there is a chance that if you play an injured Justin Fields, that he could regress because he's injured and he can't do all the things he wants to do, or there's a chance that he gets injured even worse. So, in my opinion, you don't play him. You play Trevor Simeon if Simeon's healthy enough to play. He was healthy enough to play last week. He should be better than he was last week. You play Trevor Simeon. You get Justin Fields of the bye week. You give him that extra time to be healthy. And you go from there. And then you give him the week, let him rest up the shoulder, and then he comes back after the bye week. And we got the Eagles, which is a tough game. But you don't want him to be nursing an injury on the bye week. You want him to get back to playing the game he wants to play. You don't want him to form bad habits. If he's out there protecting his shoulder, he's not going to play the game-breaking game that you need him to play. If you have Tom Brady out there with a sore shoulder who might get hit once, twice, maybe three times a game with a great offensive line, doesn't run the ball, hey, yeah, okay, don't, you know, he can play. He's not going to get hit. He's not going the way Justin Fields plays football, he needs to use his shoulder. You don't play him. You give him to the bye week, you have an extra two weeks now to get him healthy. For the end of the season, you build some momentum going into next year. There's no chance, in my opinion, no chance you play Justin Fields. He doesn't even have his best target, Darnell Mooney. He doesn't have Khalil Herbert. I mean, this, this makes no sense for you to play Justin Fields this week. As much as I want to beat Aaron Rodgers, I, I, I despise the Packers. I grew up a Bears fan. I'm from Chicago. Bear down, baby. Don't like the Cheeseheads. My dad, you, when I went to the NFL draft, he told me the only team you cannot go to is the Green Bay Packers. I will never come watch you, watch you play a game. That's so what he said. He said your grandpa, if you got drafted by the Green Bay Packers, true story, would be rolling over in his grave. And I said, wow, Dad. Like, and I that's one of the teams that showed interest. I was nervous the Packers were going to draft me, and I was going to have to be the first fourth-round draft pick in, in NFL history to say, hey, I'm not coming. I'm not coming to practice today because I'm a Bears fan. But that's what I was willing to do. Trust me, I despise the Packers. But you play Trevor Simeon. If worse comes to worse, you 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 play Nathan Peterman, and, and you take your L, and you come back next week against the Philadelphia Eagles with a full-strength Justin Fields. You don't risk an injury in a game like this that means – Absolutely nothing. And the next thing I want to talk about is is the Bears' defense. Looking at this defense, I was asking myself a question. Which players should the Bears bring back next year? Who should they bring back? So I started looking at my – I made a list here. And the first player – I started with the defensive line. And honestly, I think the entire Bears' defensive line – Needs to go. They're gone. None of them are starting, at least. Travis Gibson hasn't had a pressure since the Detroit game. When Robert Quinn left, Travis Gibson, I said, two pressures since then. Pressures. Not sacks. Not hits. Pressures. Dominique Robinson. Two pressures in the last three games. These guys aren't performing. You got and then you 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 got guys like Justin Jones has played okay. I'd bring Justin Jones back. Obviously, we haven't got to see a lot of Armand Watts. I think he had a big sack last week, so maybe you bring him back. Blackson, back up at best. al Muhammad, you got to go. I know he's an Iberflus guy, but this guy hasn't come close to a quarterback this year. The al Muhammad story ends this year. I'm sorry. He, he's, not, he's not getting you pressure. He's not playing well against the run. He's got to go. you got to revamp this whole defensive line. And the way this 4-3 defense, you're running cover two with Allen Williams, Matt Eberflus, these guys got to go. You go to linebackers. I actually don't mind the linebackers. I like Jack Sanborn. I said that over and over again. Jack Sanborn, the guy can actually shed blocks. He's not fast. He's not the most athletic. He's not flashy. But Jack Sanborn can get it done. He reminds me a lot of T.J. Edwards from the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a guy that runs a 4 9 Not that strong. Not that explosive. He's quick. He's smart. They both played at Wisconsin. Jack Sanborn had a ton of success in college. He had a ton of tackles. Jack Sanborn is a football player. In today's game, people take into account the numbers way too much. If you can play football, you can play football. Jack Sanborn can play football. I want to see Sanborn starting for the middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears next year. Bring back Jack Sanborn. Nicholas Morrow? He's had some ups and downs, but I like Morrow. He signed a one-year, $3 million year last year deal. I think you bring him back for something similar, maybe another one-year deal. He didn't flash this year. You can still get him on a discount. I like Nicholas Morrow. He's not great, but he's, you, you can win football games with Nicholas Morrow. The guy plays hard. He's quick. He's fast. I like Morrow. As far as Matthew Adams, I think Joe Thomas, Adams, you got to go, you find, you find yourself a new wheel linebacker. Get that in free agency. You got to use your draft picks and something else, but you got to go in free agency, find another will linebacker. I think the defensive backfield is pretty set depending on how Eddie Jackson comes back. You're going to give Kyler Gordon another opportunity next year. He hasn't shown he can cover though. I like Kyler Gordon. He he is, he is not, he's one of the, the, the 15 worst graded cornerbacks in the NFL at covering someone. He's not a good cover corner right now. He's got to improve. I know he's a rookie. I know he's young, but. He is he is very poor at covering. He's a great tackler. He'll mix it up. Covering, not his strength. I like Brisker. I think Brisker can be a star safety. And the Bears always had good safeties. You go back to Mike Brown. I mean, just the old school guys. Chicago Bears always have safeties that can play football. And I think Jaquan Brisker is one of those guys. And a cornerback, I, I like Jalen Jones. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully he can come back and, and continue to impress this year. He's had a good uh, Jalen Johnson, that is. I'm sorry. Jalen Jones has had a good, a good year as a rookie and draft for agents, but I'm not sure he comes back. Kendall Vildor has had some ups and downs. I could see him coming back. But overall, this defense needs a lot of work. Right now, I can honestly say this is the worst defense in the NFL. And that's what you expect. They traded Roquan Smith. They traded Robert Quinn. This defense... Is the worst defense in the league. So there's a lot of work that has to be done, and we got to start with the defense. The biggest needs, in my opinion, in offense, I would have to say I disagree with Cap on left tackle. I think left tackle's a need. I think Braxton Jones is better than a lot of people think he is. Obviously, he's not great, but he's a middle of the road left tackle, and he's going to improve. He's an FCS guy. I played FCS football. I came to the league, I know how hard that is. To make that jump, and I know how much you improve after a year or two. I think you bring back Montgomery. You obviously have Khalil Herbert. You gotta find a wide receiver. You gotta find one in the draft. I think you get you gotta go wide receiver. I think you gotta find a wide receiver in the draft in the second or third round, and not Velas Jones. And obviously the offensive line needs some help, but I think what you gotta get you gotta get field someone to throw the ball to. Maybe Dalton Schultz at tight end. I like Cole Komet. Cole Kmet's a good blocker. Cole Kmet is not a game-breaking wide or receiving tight end. He's not. I do like Cole, good blocker. He can catch big guy. He's not. He's not a game-breaking tight end. So now, before we before we finish here, we're just going to do a quick little preview of the game against the Packers. So obviously, the Bears play the Green Bay Packers this week, and they played them in Week Two, and. That didn't go so well for the Bears. They got beat. They got beat bad, and that's when they had a full-strength team. But that was early in the Justin Fields' career. And this year, there was a couple of interesting storylines because Aaron Rodgers was hurt last week, and Jordan Love came in and started playing well. Some Packers fans think Jordan Love should be the guy that's playing this week. Not Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love. They want to see what he can do. After seeing him against the Philadelphia Eagles in the two-minute drive, he had, a, he had a couple of good throws. Aaron Rodgers you know, hasn't done well this year. The Packers are 4-7. and seven. They're outside the playoffs right now. There's basically no chance that they're, they're not going to make the playoffs, that they're going to make the playoffs this year. I mean, they're pretty much done for. They're cooked. Stick a fork in them. They're done, in my opinion. But Aaron Rodgers wants to play. Obviously, he sees how bad this Bears defense is. He doesn't want Jordan Love. To go in there and light up the Bears defense. Then you're going to have some people saying, We want Jordan Love to play. Jordan Love to play. Aaron Rodgers wants to have a big 300 yard passing day. He saw Mike White basically set NFL records, look like the MVP against the Chicago Bears last week in the monsoon. That's how bad this defense is. I, I hate to say it, but I don't think this game's going to be close. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are playing well. A.J. Dillon's young. We're going to have to deal with him for a long time. They're both playing well, they got a good run game. Christian Watson, we wanted to say he's a bust being the year. He's come on strong. He's got six touchdowns in the last 3 weeks. Christian Watson can play. He's an FCS guy from North Dakota State. The conference I played in coming out and talking to some of my old coaches, they said he's a real deal. This guy can fly. And he's a rookie and he's already making these plays. So that's impressive. That shows you what a that shows you what a second round, you know, late 30s pick can do. So it makes you think maybe, maybe Cap's right when he says Chase Claypool was drafted way too, way too high. Alan Lazard is a guy that a lot of people are targeting in free agency. He's a, he's a quality receiver. He can catch the football. You can't forget about Sammy Watkins. You can't forget about guys like Randall Cobb. But I think Christian Watson is who you got to worry about. Packers got Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tunney in the tight end. Mercedes Lewis played, for, played with him for years. Great guy, blocking tight end. He's good in pass protection. Robert Tunyon hasn't had a great year this year. I think this offensive line for the Packers isn't great. Bakhtiari, I think you could take advantage of him in, in, in some pressure, but I don't think the Bears have anybody to, to get any pressure on the quarterback. And that leaves you to, to question, should the Bears blitz? Do you want to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers? The only way to do that is a blitz. But then you're leaving guys on an island in coverage. So now you got to figure out how you want to play this guy. I'm under the opinion you just drop guys back, you do some maybe a blitz here or there, but you only send three, you send four, and you just keep it in front of you, and you don't just you don't get embarrassed. Don't give up a ton of big plays. I doubt you're going to win this game. You can't blitz because you, you can't cover. So it's one of those catch-22s. So I think the Bears are are in trouble there. But the Packers defense isn't great. Dean Lowry, a guy I trained with. He's a good player, defensive end. Quay Walker, good linebacker. Overall, I think it's going to be a tough game for the Bears to win. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. The Packers still have more weapons than the Bears. If Justin Fields is playing, he's not 100%. The only way the Bears win this game is if Justin Fields pulls something heroic. Michael Jordan asks, I know we're in Chicago, but I don't foresee this happening. Hopefully, I'm wrong and the Bears win and you'll see me in Chicago. And I'll be excited, and we can all celebrate. You see me in the city, you'll probably see me out at at Joy District, who's the sponsor of this show. If you're ever in Chicago and you want a place to go out to, grab a beer, go to a club, a sports bar, or just a nice cocktail bar, Joy has all three. got to experience the three floors of Joy District. The top floor is a great view. It's enclosed in the winter, so you can actually still enjoy this view. Inside a great view of the city, have a nice cocktail. The second floor is the club, the club floor. If you want to go out and have some fun, you want to go dancing, go check out the second floor of Joy. And then if you want to go, just watch a game, have a beer with your buddies, go to the first floor. They got food, drinks, bar food, food, drinks. It's a good vibe. You watch a bunch of sports games there. So make sure you check out the three floors of Joy. But that's where I'm going to leave you with today, guys. Bears-Packers, my prediction, Packers twenty-eight. Bears 10 I hope Justin Fields doesn't play but hey that that moves us one step closer to securing a big time draft pick I still love where this team's going I think the future is bright we got some needs but we got a lot of money we got a lot of good draft picks so next couple of years we got our quarterback the future is bright QB one is the real deal I like what we got going on guys this, this is going to keep getting better and better we got to get through the rest of the season but the future is bright And that's me signing off. Have a blessed day. Go Bears. Bear down, baby.